चरण सरोज रज निज मन मुकुर सुधारी बर नौ रघुबर बिमल जसू जो दायक फल छारी बुद्धिहीन तनु जानिके सुमिरो पवन कुमार बल बुद्धि विद्या देहु मोही हर हु कलेश विकार जय हनुमान ज्ञान गुण सागर जय कपीसति हु लोक उजागर राम दूत अतुलित बल दामा अंजनी पुत्र पवन सुत नामा महाबीर बिक्रम बजरंगी कुमति निवारी सुमति के संगी कंचन बरन बिराज सुबेसा कानन कुंडल कुंचित केशा हाथ बज्र औ ध्वजा बेराजे कांधे मूंज जने साजे शंकर सुवन केसरी नंदन तेज प्रताप महाजगबंदन विद्यावान गुड़ी अति चातुर राम काज करिबे को आतुर प्रभु चरित्र सुनी बेको रसिया राम लखन सीता मन बसिया सूक्ष्म रूप धरी सियही दिखावा बिकट रूप धरी लंक जरावा भीम रूप धरी असुर सवारे राम चंद्र के काज सवारे लाए सजीवन लखन जियाए श्री रघुबीर हरषि उर लाए रघुपति की बहुत बड़ाई तुम प्रिय भरत ही संभाई सहस बदन तुम रोजस गावे अस कही श्री पति कंठ लगावे सन का दिक ब्रह्मादि मुनीसा नारद सारद सहित अहिसा जम कुबेर दिग पाल जहाते कभी को बेद कही सके कहते तुम उपकार सुग्रीव ही कीना राम मिलाय राजपद दीना तुम्हारो मंत्र विभीषण माना लंकेश्वर भय सब जग जाना जुग सहस्त्र जो जन पर भानु लीलो ताही मधुर फल जानु प्रभु मुद्रिका मैली मुख माही जलधी लागी गए अचरच नाही दुर्गम काज जगत के जेते सुगम अनुग्रह तुम्हरे तेते राम दुआरे तुम रखवारे होत ना आज्ञा बेनु पैसारे सब सुख लहे तुम्हारी शरणा तुम रक्षक काहू को डरना आपन तेज सभारो आपे तीनों लोक हाकते कापे भूत पिशाच ने कट नहीं आवे महाबीर जब नाम सुनावे नासे रोग हरे सब पीरा जपत निरतर हनुमत बीरा संकट ते हनुमान छुड़ावे बन क्रम वचन ध्यान जो लावे सब पर राम तपस्वी राजा तिन के काज सकल तुम साजा और मनोरथ जो कोई लावे सोई अमित जीवन फल पावे चारो जुग प्रताप तुम्हारा है प्रसिद्ध जगत उजियारा साधु सत के तुम रखवाले असुर दन राम दुलारे अष्ट सिद्धि नौ निधि के दाता असबर दीन जान की माता राम रसायन तुम्हरे पासा सदा रहो रघुपति के दास तुम्हरे भजन राम को पावे जनम जनम के दुख बिसरावे 
अद्ध काल रघु भरपुर जाहि जहा जद बहरी भक्त कहाई और देवता चित्तर धरही हनुमत से ही सर्व सुख करही संकट कटे बिटे सब पीरा जो सुबिरे हनुमत बल बीरा जय 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 हनुमान गुसाई कृपा करो गुरुदेव की नाई जो सत बार पाठ कर कोई छूट ही बाधि बहा सुख होई जो यह पड़े हनुमान चालीसा होए सिद्ध सा की गौरी सा तुलसीदास सदा हरि चेरा की जय नाथ हृदय बहडेरा पवतरे संकट हरन बगल बूरती रूप राब लखन सीता सहित हृदय बसो सुर भूप सियावर राम चंद्र की जय पवन सुत हनुमान की जय उमापति महादेव की जय बोलो रे भाई सब सतन की जय जय श्री राम जय श्री कृष्ण जय हनुमान लास्ट सेशन वी सो हाउ देर वॉज अक्सर और एक्सचेंज ऑफ द चरूस एंड ड्यू टू विच ओवर हियर Javadagni was born, and over there, another son, to Gadhi was born. Now, Javadagni was very pious because it was said that the Shatriya tendency, the ferocious nature, is going to skip a generation, isn't it? Now, after all this, after giving birth to Javadagni, Satyavati became the holy river of Kaushiki. Yes, she became the sacred river. Jabadagni was married to Reduka, and we saw how Kartavirya Arjun or Sahasrabahu Arjun tried to steal away the cow of plenty, and we understood that we all are seeking something called contentment, eternal bliss. However. we do not want to work towards it we really never look up to the people who have attained it at somehow either we want to steal it away from them or we want them to give us an easy way to attain that state is it possible nahi right effort is needed but over here he tried to steal the cow of plenty He tried to steal away contentment, assuming that it is better fitted to be with him. Now, who is anybody to decide what is better with them or with others? Many a time we feel, right? He got that. He does not deserve it. Is it the right process? The amount of judgments that we pass, we always have an opinion. We always. feel that we know the best we deserve the best we have no clue why somebody else has something or he does not have something yet we want to put forth our opinion why is that so have you ever noticed your eyes these eyes that is why we should always keep these eyes at the feet of the lord because these eyes are the ones which judge the most with our eyes we commit the maximum sin while walking observe yourself everything you look every person you look at you form a judgment you form an opinion everywhere you go these eyes see and form opinions is it that true it happens right we that is why we say use these eyes to look at the feet of the lord so that looking around they are like the horses without their hoods 
where a horse is without its hood it is very difficult for the horse to run straight isn't it so what they do is they put hoods on the eye in the same way the name of the lord should act as our hood we should put the name and the picture and the feet of our lord as our hood so that we don't go astray most of the sins are committed through our eyes most of the judgments are formed first through our eyes because we see and we judge over here also arjun decided no i deserve to have it and he forcefully took the cow of plenty away theke he took it away and while all this happened the elder brothers and parashura that is ram was not there after a while they came back from the jungle and then they asked what is wrong why is the ashram see the vibration of the ashram used to be very peaceful when all this chaos happened when a negative person entered there was a fight for the cow of plenty there was agony and there was kind of uh, that jealousy that kartavirya arjun and that ferociousness that he had left behind was still there in the air the auras had been polluted so the minute the sons came back reduka and jabadagdi sons came back one of the sons was ram that is parashura they asked what is wrong the ashram does not feel heavenly the ashram does not feel calm has something happened over here is something gone wrong why is it that the peace of our ashram is not intact to which reduka said that arjun ke he forcefully took our cow of plenty away parashuram could not take it he used to get agitated any which ways because that was his samskar right that was his sadskar that was his vasda that is how he was supposed to be that was we all carry sab sadskar sab vastas with us the way we behave the way we react to a great extent is because of that that is why we say right it is easy to control our karmas it's very difficult to eradicate vastas and sadskars it is possible but difficult he got agitated he took a axe and he rushed he rushed towards the kingdom to get back his cow that was the only intention nothing else and just imagine a sage he was dressed like a sage with axe bow and arrow he was like he had the body of a warrior and he was so angry with his eyes blood red he rushed towards the palace and when the news came to arjun he said oh if he is coming destroy him there was no chance he did not even want to talk he said just destroy that brahmin and the soldiers went and it is said that parashuram alone was able to destroy so many of the warriors single handedly it is astonishing that one person single handedly destroyed the entire army of kartavirya arjun he was baffled when the news came that this has happened that 17 most strong akshawidi stadas have been destroyed by one single handedly he lost his senses he could not believe what was happening and parashuram rushed towards arjun and he, there was a battle he thought he is very powerful right with his thousand arms but one by one parashuram it said that chopped each and every arm of his till there was there were arms everywhere at the battlefield and he destroyed arjun also he chopped him he chopped off his head and he took his cow of plenty and went back home see no matter how strong a person is 
no matter how many boons a person has one sin and the power diminishes one sin and these thousands of arms for me is a representation of thousands of negative thoughts and this, these thousand negative thoughts can be destroyed by one positive thought only one positive thought see we do not have to follow hundred things we have thousands and thousands of thought, thoughts going on in our mind right sit down and think how many are positive how many are good how many are negative how many are bad most of them are pessimistic thoughts negative thoughts where we have regrets and we have anger there's so many things that are doubts and judgments these thoughts are so many it's like a ocean of thoughts to kill these ocean of thoughts you need one single pure thought one single pure thought now so many the entire army kartavirya arjun himself who was so powerful who actually defeated ravan as if he was a nothing it kept him in the stables so he must have been a powerful soul was destroyed by parashura one positive thought take take hold of any one thing whatever it is satya shama ahinsa take one thing purity charity and hold on to it for instance if you hold on to truth in no matter what i will not lie okay no matter what the situation what will happen once you hold on to truth and are able to imbibe it actually adapt to it and maintain it slowly all the other positive thoughts positive virtues positive characteristics are going to flow towards you because one leads to another one is actually complete with truthful truthfulness will come purity with purity will come shaba with shaba will automatically come love and so on and so forth so hold on to one and these thousand negative thoughts can be destroyed but then when we are holding on to that one there is no excuse or not an escape day as if okay today is my cheat day so today i won't say i today i can do whatever i want no and once you hold on to one positive or one virtue tests will come your way the day you decide that i'm not going to lie no matter what situations will form in such a way that you would want to lie to save your skin however once a decision has been made you should not change write it truthfulness is my virtue i will follow it principle of mine and keep it on your phone stick it on your phone put it at places where you can see so that it's a constant reminder to you at the minute you see it one negative thought two negative gradually you will realize all will be destroyed just the way parashuram alone destroyed arjun and his army he took the cow of plenty back and when he reached back what did javadagni his father see he saw that he had blood stains everywhere his axe was fully stained with blood and it was a very 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 debating kind of a situation for the sage he said what have you done you are a sage how could you go you are a brahmin how could you go and destroy and kill and cause harm now parshuram ji said but he was evil he was tormenting people he was not doing his duty i had no intentions of killing him but the situation demanded so and hence i had to but over here jabadagdi went on to say that you have to remember that forgiveness is the true nature of a sage once you do learn not to forgive then you are not a sage anymore you have committed the greatest sin ever his father admonished him and parashuram said okay so what do you i do what do you want me to do he said i want you to visit holy places and fix your mind at the feet of shri vishnu for a year 
so that whatever sin has been committed by you may be erased by the lord because forgiveness is something that leads to the adoration a sage a sadhyasi an elevated soul should have forgiveness at them but parashuram agreed to his father okay if that is what you want you would want me to do tirad you want me to remember shri vishnu i will do it for a year and he left but the question over here is forgiveness where what forgiveness what is forgiveness that he is talking about so is it forgiveness that somebody is sitting in front of you somebody is creating mischief somebody is creating a ruckus somebody is creating chaos somebody is harming other people somebody is evil would it be right to forgive him now if we read the scriptures in this way we will feel that yes it is said that uh, we should forgive we should not retaliate we should not harm unfortunately that is the irony we interpret our scriptures in a very subjective manner forgiveness in any situation but what is forgiveness let's try to understand forgiveness first forgiveness just imagine somebody has come and uh, cheated you or hurt you what kind of forgiveness would you offer the worst kind of forgiveness is the third grade kind of forgiveness is where that person cries and pleads and then you forgive he comes and he begs for your forgiveness he says i made a mistake i'm sorry he apologizes and then you forgive before that you hold a grudge so that is the worst kind of forgiveness second kind of forgiveness second worst not that bad it is when somebody harms you somebody hurts you you forgive that is you don't do anything you do not retaliate however you do not forget right that is the second kind of forgiveness it is a less it is of course better than the first but still and the third kind of forgiveness is where you forgive add forget so in the first case he had to apologize for you to forgive in the second case you forgave without an apology yet you did not forget in the third case you forgave and forgot but the best form of apology sorry forgiveness is when you do not even register the wrong that has been done you do not take personally the wrong which has been done you there is no hate in you you do not see why am i using the word personally is because we tend to take everything personally we look jesus always said right hate the sin not the sinner but we do not hate the sin we hate the sinner forgiveness there is you have no hate in your heart you have not registered that anything wrong has been done to you personally however if needed you correct it without any bitter intentions that is the best kind of forgiveness see it is not that you see somebody slapping you and you walk away that is theek hai and you say ki no i did no he has done nothing wrong fine if it is still a limit that is a good approach to ignore but is it right we all are propagating these days as i heard somewhere misplaced compassion misplaced compassion misplaced forgiveness this is not what our scriptures are talking about otherwise parshuram an avatar of shri hari would not have gone and destroyed they are teaching us that when there is something wrong that is happening you ought to stand up and fight against it if that is needed that you protect somebody you have to protect you should not just say okay if somebody slaps you in one one cheek you offer the other cheek why would you offer your other cheek that is not our scriptures teaching 
our scriptures are saying you forgive because you don't register anything personally but if something requires your action you have to act don't you see all our gods and goddesses have shastras in their hearts they have weapons why why should any god and goddess have weapons then no they have weapons because there is a limit to which you have to remain quiet when that limit is crossed you have to start up and act see if the wise remain quiet the foolish are going to talk if the good say no whatever is happening let it happen i'll forgive nobody is asking you to do that that is the sad thing the good decide to remain quiet they decide to take everything it's okay whatever is happening is okay no if you have the capability if you know if you can help go ahead if you can punish go ahead punish but over here the secret is you do not harbor any negativity towards that person in your heart because it is not that person you are fighting it is the action it is the sin that you have gone to eradicate over here parshuram ji did not have any problem with arjun over over how are you however he had a problem with the action that he had done and the kshatriyas at that time were actually behaving like tyrants now over here another learning is is it necessary that if you are born in a brahmin kul you cannot have any other characteristics that is not true see by birth nobody is a brahmin nobody is a kshatriya nobody is a shudra or nobody is a vaishya it is all by your karma the sooner we understand this the better it is and when the situation demanded that he act against the vices that had been the sins that had been committed he got up he acted and he corrected it and he came back but there was no hatred in his heart he understood that right now the need of the time is for me to fight against the terror of the kshatriyas because they are suppressing and harming people unnecessarily however at the same time when his father said no you have to go he left he left he did the pilgrimage and he came back once he came back again his father greeted him and they started living their normal lives it just so happened that one day renuka had gone to the jungle and she was filling some water for the prayers and when he was she was filling waters for water for the prayer and all she saw the gandharvas and when she saw the gandharvas she totally got mesmerized by them and she started looking at them and due to which there was a a moment where she appreciated the good looks of the gandharv at that time she got delayed and afterwards she came back and when she came back <coughs> jai shri ram excuse me when she came back through his tap agni jabat agni knew what he saw he saw that she for a minute had some feelings for another person and when he saw this he got very angry now he was the one who was preaching forgiveness and not being angry to parashuram ji right but he got very angry and he told his sons kill her chop off her head all the other sons refused but parashuram ji when asked he said okay all your brothers have refused to chop your mother's head i want you to chop off her head and the head of all your brothers so parashuram ji looked without a second thought he chopped off all their heads and when this act was done jabatagdi asked you have listened to me you followed my orders instantly tell me what can i give you in return what boon can i give you in return he said because you asked me to and i wanted to follow your orders because i knew the power of your tap i chopped off their heads 
Now, what our word is, my dear father, please bring my dear mother and my brothers back to life. At the same time, they should not remember that I had harmed them. Otherwise, they would never have the same feelings towards me like before. When Jamadagni heard this, he smiled and again Renuka and all the other sons were brought back to life and they did not remember what had happened. Again, over here, we might say, how could, you know, a son chop off his mother's head? We can also interpret it in a way where a negative tendency was destroyed by a positive. See, for the positive to come, the negative has to go. Over here, Renuka was brought back to life. Jabadagni only wanted to destroy the negative thought, negative vasna that had emerged in her so that she rises up pure again. And when the brothers did not obey the father, it was again a negative tendency that had emerged. Do you know what this tendency was? It was babda, attachment. And so Parashuramji only killed these, nothing else. Jabadagni also only wanted these to be destroyed, nothing else. And Renukaji and the sons were brought back to life. The days went by, but the other sons of Arjun who were left behind, many of them were killed, the others were left behind, they were still burning with revenge. They still wanted revenge. They were hurt. They were, they just were so angry that her father's head was chopped off that they wanted revenge. So they planned. And again, when the boys, that is his brothers and Parashuramji were not there, they came to the ashram and chopped off again Jabadagdi's head. Renukaba tried to stop them. She tried to tell them that please let this the cycle of revenge end. It is not good. We had no intentions to even harm your father. But the situation was such that there was no other way. We don't have any personal vengeance towards you. Please don't kill my husband. However, these boys did not listen. The prince and they looped off the head and they walked away. They took the head with them and they walked away. And when they went back to their capital city of Bahasvati, the glory of the city, there was a kind of an aura that that city held. Arjun was also a great tapasvi, a little of it diminished when he stole away from a sage. And now it was totally gone, it was barren. As if all the positivity had been sucked out. And again, when Parshuramji came, he saw his mother crying and she was hitting her chest. Twenty-one times she hit her chest and she shouted, See what they have done. They killed your father. Their tyranny is growing by the day. Parshuramji said, This is enough. How much can one face? He went back. And it was not very difficult for him to again destroy all the soldiers and get back the heads of the other brothers. He killed all the people, all the Kshatriyas that came his way. Got back the head of his father, fixed it and did all the sanskars for his father. But that time he took an oath. He took an oath that now on. I will destroy each and every, each and every Kshatriya. For 21 times, he rid the world of Kshatriyas. 21 times. Because it is said that 21 times his mother had hit her chest. He would just destroy them. That is all. People would tremble by the name of Parashuram. The thought of him would give them nightmares. But he just kept destroying each and every, each and every Kshatriya who was unjust, who was causing harm, who was not doing his duty. 
See, with great, great positions comes great responsibility. With great powers comes great responsibility. And what is the point if you are using your power to exploit and not to tend? Parashurabji realized that these people are going to just nurture and breed more injustice. Their coming generations are also going to be the same. So what is the point? We have to rid and cleanse the earth. Did he have any personal grudge? No. He did not have any personal grudge. But he realized that it was a need of the time. And we all should realize what is the need of the time. Forgiveness is good. Compassion is good. In a normal situation where people are maybe bad-mouthing us or gossiping about us, we can give a blind ear. However, when things go out of control, action has to be taken. And that action is not considered wrong if, let me repeat, if you do not harbor hatred in your heart, there is nothing which is a personal agenda. Over here, Parashurabji did not have a personal agenda. He did not have a personal agenda that I am going to destroy all these people and take their riches and, you know, tend to myself. Not at all. He had no such agenda. He just had the greater good in mind. And when he had the greater good in mind, no amount of destruction created by him accounted to any sin. Not only this, it is said that later on, when Ramji took Aftar and when he broke the Shiv Dhanush, Parashurabji came running, isn't it? Again, he was angry. He wanted to see what has happened. And when he realized that there was a just ruler, a just Kshatriya, the race is cleansed, Every, everything is pure. Ram is a Kshatriya who will take care. He stopped the destruction. It was only till a just ruler came. It was not for him to become a ruler. It was not as a revenge also. See, revenge is bad and revenge is blind. If it was only for revenge, he would have destroyed the family of Kartavirya Arjun and he should have left. But he did not. And it was thoughtfully done. It is not that the Raja, that Raja Dashrath and uh, Raja Janak were killed. They were also there during that time. No, right? Many of the kings who were just, were not harmed. However, the ones who were wild were destroyed. You might say, but before I continue, and when Sri Ram came, what happened? Sri Ram saw Parashuramji and Parashuramji realized that his role, his avatar was for destruction of the Kshatriyas, right? Is over now. And at that very moment, there was something, that avatar, that glow from within went to Ramji and merged into Ramji. And Parushan Ramji gave up even the power of locomotion and he went back. Because he knew that his work was done. See, you would not know that your work is done. Or if you're a maniac, you know, where there is like, there's a mental imbalance where you're destroying people. This kind of, of a discre- discreet thinking, this kind of a vivek does not come. There was discrimination while he was acting and destroying. It was not like adhidon or blind passion or blind anger. It was very calculated. That is what we have to ask ourselves. We have to understand. See, by the story, it's a very simple story over here. Okay, To start with, the charus was exchanged. So, the characteristics of the children changed. Right? And because of this, Parshuramji had such a characteristic. Over here, Kartavirya Arjun came. He stole away the cow. And hence, Parshuramji went to get it back. And on, while he was going to get it back, there was a fight in which Sahasrabhau had to be destroyed. And he came back. And again, there was a fight where his sons attacked. Very simple story, right? But it is not as simple as it seems. It is telling us how to behave in an adverse situation. It is telling us the art of forgiveness. It is showing us the art of compassion also. It is asking us to shake out of the misplaced forgiveness and compassion that has been fed into us. 
मोस्ट ऑफ अस वुड वॉक द अदर वे इफ समथिंग रॉन्ग इज हैपनिंग टू समबडी कि हमें क्या करना है व्हेन आई एम नॉट इन्वॉल्व व्हाई शुड आई बॉदर इज इट इट बिकॉज वी आर अफ्रेड वी आर ओनली गोइंग टू रिएक्ट इफ समथिंग हैपेंस टू आस और आर डियर एंड डियर वर्ड्स राइट बट वी वुड नॉट कंटिन्यू टिल ऑल एंड एवरीबडी इज प्रोटेक्टेड so when there is a personal agenda it becomes a crime but when there is no personal agenda when the soldier goes and he guards the country and he shoots is he a sinner no he's not a sinner right but if he had killed somebody because of a personal cause he would become a sinner so we have to understand that it is the situation we have to look at not only the action what was the situation that triggered such a action and again we have to work towards it we have to understand what situation demands a certain kind of action it is not as simple as black and white we normally think and look at the world and the people around as black and white this is sahi this is galat aisa nahi hai there is no right and wrong the situation everything has to situation the circumstance comes into play a doctor when he is operating at on somebody and that person dies on the operation theater will you put him in jail no right but if that doctor stabs somebody purposely because he does not like that purpose person that doctor would be put in jail but when he by mistake but not even by mistake he's trying to try his best to save somebody but that person passes away it is not considered a crime hence we have to analyze our reactions in situations over here i am getting tempted to tell you one small little story there was a sadhu and he was going through a jungle where the people of the village said that don't go through this jungle there lives a snake he bites everybody and he kills everybody the sadhu said don't worry i will see what the snake does i want to beat the snake so while the sadhu was walking the snake came down and started threatening the sadhu and the sadhu talked to him and there was such a beautiful impact of his presence that the snake became calm he eventually became the disciple of the sadhu and the sadhu said see from now on i would like it if you don't harm anybody the snake said don't worry i have become your disciple i have begun to know the truth hence i would not harm anybody now the snake stopped harming anybody the snake stopped biting the snake stopped hissing what happened then because of all this the snake became harmless and so the people started taking advantage children would come and throw stones on him they would pull his tail and throw him and because he was just a piece of toy who would not do anything no matter what happens so this went on and it just so happened the condition of the snake became so bad he got so injured he stopped coming out of his where he lived he was so scared and because of that he was starving because he could not go out to fetch food otherwise people would attack him because they knew he was harmless so again after many many days the sage was passing by again and so he wanted to meet the snake so to meet the snake he went again and what did he see he saw a injured almost at the verge of dying snake and the sadhu asked what happened to you What is wrong? How could anybody do such a thing to you? He said, "It is because of what you told me. You said I am not supposed to harm anybody. Hence, I did not." The sadhu said, "Oh my goodness! This is not what I told you. I told you that you are not supposed to hurt anybody. But I never stopped you from protecting yourself. I never stopped you from hissing to scare them away. I asked you not to bite." snake understood oh he said the sadhu said nobody spirituality god does not make you weak 
you are not supposed to behave like dumb fools who do not look at what is happening around and act and help that is not what is the agenda of spirituality and if people think that is the agenda of spirituality i'm sorry it is a wrong conception if that was the case there would not be a ram who killed the ram killed ravan and all the rakshas there would be a krishna who destroyed so many demons there would be the stories of devi protecting and destroying evil since when did we get into this rut of misplaced compassion and misplaced forgiveness at the cause of our device as a dharb is just this we forgot or we misinterpreted the teachings of our dharm that is the irony let me repeat again we are not supposed to harm anybody universal love is what we are taught but when provoked when hurt when our safety gets threatened we have all rights to protect ourselves we are not a dharb of cowards we are not but again it requires discrimination and vivek we have to be very controlled in our actions it should not be an impulsive reaction act think act and the most important thing don't harbor any personal negativity hurt in your heart because that makes you a sinner the minute you attach to your action the minute you start feeling the pain caused personally to you the minute you start act, acting in a way that you hate the person who has committed a blunder that is where the device happens so forgiveness compassion love these are terms which we yes we have to harbor but when it is needed we have to stand up also at this avatar in fact all our avatars tell us that and how will we get this discrimination of what where the line has by where the line has been crossed would you know would you know we will know we will know i'll give you one for example now there was a sage the story goes who was doing his puja in ganga and every time he came out somebody spat on him a boy sitting next to the stairs spat again he had to go his do his puja every time he came out again this boy spat again he came out the boy spat and it went on for 100 times 100 times this boy just fell flat at the feet of the sage feet of the sage he said i have been harming you so i have been doing so many things i have been spitting for so long yet you did not say anything the sage said because of you i was able to do puja 100 times if i would be glad if you had done it eight more times 108 times i would have taken the dip in this holy river ganga now over here the situation is different over here he is spitting and he is going he is spitting and he is going the sage reacted in a certain manner but we cannot make it a benchmark over here he did not even register that any harm is being done to him right then there is another story of a scorpion right the scorpion keeps biting the sage keeps lifting it putting it out right and when asked the scorpion has been biting you so why are you trying to save him the sage said that when a scorpion does not leave his nature why should i leave my nature of such a naranswarup right so in this situation yes that kind of forgiveness where you don't even register the best kind of forgiveness where you don't even register that anything wrong has been done to you 
is the uttam forgiveness it is the best kind of shama uttam shama so first was where somebody pleads that you forgive second was you forgive but you don't forget third is you forgive and then you forget fourth is where you don't even think anything wrong had been done to you very good compassion is where you feel sad for somebody and you go out and help him right but these two have a certain limitation these rules can be applied only till a certain point but beyond that when you realize that now it is essential to act remain in that fourth stage where you are not taking anything personally you are not thinking that that person is doing something wrong to you you are not holding a grudge against anybody yes but you know that the situation demands action and you act for the greater good are you a sinner then no you are not a sinner have you broken the rule of forgiveness no you have not broken the rule of forgiveness have you broken the rule of compassion no you have not broken the rule of compassion the rules will break when things become personal the rules will break when things are vengeful in nature the rules will break when you hold a grudge the rules will break when it is a act which is not done thoughtfully it is a knee jerk reaction why am i emphasizing so much over here is because this is what is a deed of the type and we need to awaken to this truth and parashuram ji is telling us just that just because you get up and you act that does not mean that you are not divine anymore his divinity did not go anywhere jabadagdi was talking about forgiveness right but if we take it at face value he did not know what forgiveness was what lapsed from renuka and what did he do he wanted her her, her head chopped off he was preaching forgiveness right although if we go to the deeper meaning where as we looked into it it is much greater than that but he was the one who was preaching forgiveness what happened when it came to him he forgot his preaching right that is what our scriptures what does to be balanced individuals our scriptures don't teach us that if wrong is being done to us we don't react our scriptures don't expect us to be quiet when there is harm to people around us no however they emphasize on the state of mind we should be in now after ram ji destroyed ravan or kubakarn or for that matter all the soldiers which were destroyed during the war none of them were actually disrespectfully buried no or cremated no they were respectfully sent back because both the abis were fighting for a cause and that's it the fight was because of the situation and not with that person so with respect they were sent back even ravan with respect was sent and vibhishan was asked to do all the final riots there was no grudge there was no hatred there was no not all these sages like parashuram ji are like when you look at it like something is being written or the beach suppose you go to the beach where the waves come and go and you write something on the sand what will happen as soon as the next wave comes it will go away right it won't be visible anymore but suppose you carve on a stro- stone what will happen it will be visible for a very long time isn't it parashuram ji and all the sages are like carving on a beach on the sand Yes you feel that something is being written 
just because he was killing the kshatriyas 21 times just because he was he destroyed his brothers and he killed his father just because no there was nothing written in his heart the minute the wave came the minute the situation was over it was finished there was no grudge in his heart no not in his heart the problem is we talk about forgiveness we talk about compassion however we have dots after dots after dots after dots in our heart we are unable to forgive we never forgive anything we think is wrong years may go by and we will whenever we remember about it we'll say that person did this to me i have forgiven him how have you forgiven him if that is still there in your mind you have not forgiven it because a thought is still raw it's all a game of thought jab aapke dimag pe wo cheez hai to kya aapne unko maaf kara nahi kara the day you forgive you would not even remember forgive and forget you should not even remember that episode anymore it is possible it comes but no anything any little harm that is he did it to me again he deha buddhi again ki that person harm me me by what happens when somebody hurts you your ego gets hurt right because your expectation was to get respect or your expectation was to get a certain treatment however that person did not behave in that manner so your ego got hurt and now you are vicious and you want vengeance and you want to react because who your ego was hurt over here it is not a battle of ego it is not a battle of personal infliction of harm by somebody else no it is a battle of principle even in kurukshetra when arjun is pleading and crying that i cannot fight and destroy my own family arjun said my own family i cannot destroy them so shri krishna says what is yours and what is not right you are not here because of a personal agenda you are here to fight a dharmyudh your battle is against adharm now who is standing in front at that time should not matter sages spiritual people are not inert objects they don't stop acting at time and again time and again our scriptures tell us that get up stand the evil fight against it protect the people who need your help just like parashuram ji he said how does it matter just imagine he said how does it matter where i am born if it is the need of the time i am going to act and protect the helpless people from these cruel kshatriyas dai 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 will say no no that is not our job whose job it is if you see evil it is not your job to stop it whose job is it bhagwan aayenge ya koi aur karega hum kyun nahi if every person starts taking responsibility if every person starts acting in this manner the world would become a better place but we do not unless and until it is a personal thing even if it is a personal thing we repeat but again i am not propagating retaliation or reaction it is a thoughtful action a judgement of where response is needed where it is not needed where you could overlook and forgive where you should not overlook and act when you overlook and forgive or don't acknowledge any harm being done again that is beautiful but when you acknowledge and decide to act on what is being done there should not be a personal agenda there not should not be a personal grudge grudge there should not be a personal hurt to a person who is beyond all this the law of karma also does not apply till you are being pulled by the gravity on earth that is wait is it once you go into space where there is no pull of the earth's gravity what happens weightlessness you fly till we are in the clutches of maya rajas tamas sattva is rampant in our mind then we have to abide and act in a different manner
बट वेन वी हैव मूव्ड बियॉन्ड दैट जस्ट लाइक परशुराम जी वी आर इन दैट गुणातीत अवस्था वेर रजस तबस एंड सत्व इज नॉट देयर इट इज लाइक दिस सिचुएशन एंड दिस एक्शन इज नीडेड दैट नथिंग इज रॉन्ग एंड राइट बट टू रीच दैट लेवल व्हाट हैज टू बी डन तपस्या यस जेनरेशंस एंड जेनरेशंस ऑफ तपस्या वेर नथिंग टचेस अस it is very important to act without any personal agenda personal grudge personal hurt personal benefit to act beyond this body consciousness but let me remind you there is a very thin line between when to act and when to forgive and again it will only come it will only come when we purify ourselves and most of the time some inner voice will tell us whether it is the ego at play because of which you want to retaliate or it is a greater good you will know you will always know and this is what the story of parshuram ji is telling us about forgiveness compassion revenge how should we behave in such situations later on there is a small brief mention of vishwamitra also vishwamitra was a son of gadi who again who was it it was the mother mother of satyavati's son and he we know that dire tale right he also tried to steal the kaabdhenu from guru vashishth and what happened we all know he had to he initially wanted to defeat guru vashishth hence he did a lot of tapasya first was what is it and the thought that came in vishwamitra ji's mind was i am the ruler right he was a ruler of kaushik vishwarath was his name i am the ruler i am so powerful yet i am unable to destroy this feeble sage what is it you know what is that that he has and i don't and with this he started doing tapasya to start with it was just to show give a showdown right he got shastras and astra from shiv ji to defeat vishwamitra uh, sorry vashish ji but gradually as he went on at time and again with one bit of anger his entire tapas would go it would become zero that is why nowadays you know we hear people talking about uh, samadhis and all aise lag jati hai kya samadhi it is a lot of vigilance that is needed vishwamitra every time he reached a certain level one bit of anger he came back to negative not only zero he came back to negative one bit of jealousy he came back to negative again he has to start again one bit of uh kamna desire he came back to negative this is his story and finally because of constantly trying and trying see aag ka darya aur doob ke jana there is no easy way out there is no easy way out he kept trying and trying till one fine day there was no more ego left in him this i want to be called a brahmarishi to defeat guru vashish and to show him down vanished and the day it vanished he became a brahmarishi from a kshatriya now again the story is beautiful again a kshatriya became a brahmin and parashuram ji was a brahmin who destroyed the kshatriyas he became a protector right and vishwamitra whose job was to be a protector became the knower of brahman brahman is the one who knows brahman that is who knows the divine truth it is not a race many people gloat because oh i am a brahman so i have those genes nothing like that yes probably your ancestors were the knowers of Bra- brahman probably but now aisa kuch nahi hai so in our scriptures they are telling us that you are not bound in any way 
Vishwamitra, a Kshatriya, could became, become a Brahmarishi over here. Parshurabji, what was he? A Brahmin acted like a Kshatriya. It is all the need of the time and it is all your composition. It is not better where you are born. There is no stopping you. And our scriptures, these two examples are proof that our scriptures do not say anything against one caste or creed doing only one thing. Nothing like that. As we go on, we'll hear stories of various, these are varnas. So casteism was not a part of our scriptures. Not the way we think about it. In Vishwamitra's ego vanished. The day his ego vanished, he became a Brahmarishi. Ego vanished, he became a knower of Brahman. So he became a Brahmarishi. He was not a Kshatriya anymore. These are very simple things that we have to pay attention to. And over here, Vishwamitra realized what was needed. He realized the self has to be dissolved. We don't dissolve ourselves, and then we talk about great, great things like forgiveness and compassion. First, dissolve yourself. The minute the self, the ego, the expectation is removed, the body consciousness is removed, and then a thought and an action is done, there will be a great difference, not only in the actions, but in the output also. So, our scriptures don't say be cowards, don't act. When needed, Parshurabji is also an avatar. Keep this in mind. Let's close the session. Shri Krishna. Govind Hare Burari He Nath Narayan Vasudeva Shri Krishna Govind Hare Burari He Nath Narayan Vasudeva Shri Krishna Govind Hare Burari He Nath Narayan Vasudeva Om Namo Bhagwati Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagwati Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagwati Vasudevaya 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 Ram Lakshman Chanaki Jai Bolo Hanumanaki Ram Lakshman Chanaki Jai Bolo Hanumanaki Ram Lakshman Chanaki Jai Bolo Hanumanaki Jai Bolo Hanumanaki Jai Bolo Hanumanaki Bolo Pajrak Bali Ki Jai Jai Shri Rao Jai Shri Krishna Jai Hanuman Jai Hanuman Jai Hanuman